I read from Acts 4, verses 5 through 12. The next day, their rulers, elders, scribes, and assembled in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and all who were of the priestly family. When they had made the prisoners stand in their midst, they inquired, by what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are questioned today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick and are asked how this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders. It has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which you must be saved. I'm told that one of the hottest games on smartphones, which I don't have, I have a flip phone, is, has been Pokemon Go. Perhaps you have seen people walking the streets like zombies, staring at their smartphones. I'm told that sometimes they even run into light poles doing that. They, what are they looking at? They're looking at the world. They're looking at streets and parks and houses and public buildings. The game is tied to the real world landmarks. And the most popular sites have true historic significance. One man in Massachusetts has been surprised by the number who have converged on his sidewalk. They have pulled up to his address at odd hours. His home was once a gabled roof church but is now a Pokemon destination. He wrote, living in an old church means many things. Today, it means Pokemon Go. His house is real, but the characters around it are not. They are Pokemon characters and are cartoons who seem to be living in and around churches, houses, and other places in the real world. These characters are popping up in the game everywhere, from parks in San Francisco to the White House in Washington. Pokemon Go is an example of augmented reality. The real world, but better. Well, maybe not better but different anyway.
Let's think for a moment about augmented reality. We need to prepare for the fact that the future will be augmented. Facebook wants to make the smartphone the first augmented reality platform. Facebook has already begun adding camera effects to its applications, letting users overlay objects, animations, and filters on their images. In the future, we'll have smart windshields in, on our cars, projecting information on where we are and where we are heading. Teachers will have augmented reality to give students a virtual tour of the human circulatory system. To save lives, experienced surgeons will view operations remotely and provide instruction to physicians who are actually doing the surgery. Smart glasses will be worn by blind people. These glasses will send a video feed to a customer service agent who will tell the person what is going on around them. This is augmented reality. It's the real world, but in these examples, it's really better. Augmentation can be found in Acts. Reading the book of Acts, we discover that such augmentation of reality is nothing new. In the early Christian church, the real world was made better by innovations that were spiritually in, spiritual rather, instead of technological. One day in the city of Jerusalem, the apostles Peter and John encountered a crippled man, a crippled beggar. Peter says to him, I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. The beggar's reality is that he had been lame since he was born. Every day he sprawls on the ground and ask people for money as they enter the temple. But now Peter augments his reality by offering him healing in the name of Jesus. Acts tells us that jumping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. From being lame to leaping, <clears throat> This is the real world, but better. Actually, augmented doesn't do justice to the transformation this man experienced. His reality was completely altered. It is what Paul would say, a new creation. Unfortunately, this healing upset some people. Not everyone wants you to mess with their reality and their truth. The captain of the temple, the priests, the Sadducees come to Peter and John, much annoyed because they were teaching and 
the people and proclaiming that Jesus there, that in Jesus there is the resurrection of the dead. They were much annoyed like the homemaker who faces a crowd of Pokemon Go players in her front yard. In addition, the Sadducees did not believe in resurrection. G Jerusalem's religious leaders arrest Peter and John. The next day, the high priest and other members of the high priestly family have their two prisoners stand in front of them. They ask, by what power or by what name did you do this? What they really want to know is, what is the secret of this transformation? Perhaps Peter responds with words that are not entirely his own. Acts tells us he is helped. You might say augmented by the Holy Spirit. Peter says, rulers of the people and elders, let it be known to all of you that to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. So exactly what is the secret to augmented reality or a completely new creation? It is the power of God in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the work of the Holy Spirit. Jerusalem's leaders are threatened by this new reality that is appearing all around them. They are shocked and their authority is being questioned by these two uneducated fishermen. After all, 5,000 people were converted. Well, 5,000 men. There probably were a lot who weren't men that were converted as well. And that is a sure sign that something new was happening outside the realm of the religious leaders' control. Over 5,000 people, quite a crowd, all of them hungry for a better world. Peter concludes by saying, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. Salvation comes from the power of the name of Jesus Christ, the one whom God raised from the dead and who still works to save us from sickness, sin, and death. Reality, in thing, reality is things as they are, no fantasy, no illusion, no wishfulness thinking. Augmented reality, on the other hand, is things as they should be. Through the power of God, we can move from the world as it is to the world as it should be. Augmentation makes us new creatures. It's radical 
augmentation that makes us virtually new creations in Christ. In reality, there is human effort. People can cook meals, build houses, write books, deliver medical care, teach children, compose music. Some people can even perform different functions at the same time. One person I read about said, I'm great at multitasking. I can waste time, be unproductive, and procrastinate all at the same time. Uh, you might know somebody like that. But in augmented reality, the power of the Holy Spirit is the extraordinary add-on. When we open ourselves to the Spirit, our human efforts become part of God's work in the world. We cook meals to feed our hungry neighbors, build houses for the homeless, write books to uplift and inspire, deliver medical care in developing world, teach children in underserved communities, and, comp and com compose music that glorifies God. What made the words of Peter's powerful was that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. The very same is true for us. When our words and actions are augmented by the Spirit, we are more powerful. In reality, there is sin. According to the Christian tradition, the seven deadly sins are lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. Most of us had committed at least a few of these sometime or other. On the back of a popular t-shirt, these are all listed with checkbox beside them and someone has written at the bottom, done. In augmented reality, we find forgiveness. On the cross, Jesus took the signs of sin of the world on himself and died so that we might receive forgiveness and new life. Peter said there is no salvation in anyone else. The name of Jesus is what augments the most powerful reality of forgiveness and reconciliation with God. In reality, there is death. Benjamin Franklin in the 1700s said, nothing is certain but death and taxes. Well, we've been reminded recently about taxes anyway, for tax day is just recently behind us. But what about death? Death is a requirement and not a suggestion. The death rate is the same as it has been all through history, one per person. But in God's super augmented reality, 
we find eternal life. The grave is not the end for anyone who trusts Jesus because he is the one whom God raised from the dead. Such augmented reality is spiritual. Peter and John experienced it in the resurrection of Jesus and the work of the Holy Spirit. The same can be true for us as we open our human efforts to the Spirit and trust that Jesus is offering us forgiveness and eternal life. Amen.